Blog Talk Radio. President recognizes Mr. Adams of Massachusetts. Objects of the most stupendous magnitude. Measures which will affect the lives of millions, born and unborn now before us. We must expect a great expense of blood to obtain them. But we must always remember that a free constitution of civil government cannot be purchased at too dear a rate as there is nothing on this side of Jerusalem of greater importance to mankind. My worthy colleague from Pennsylvania has spoken with great ingenuity and eloquence. He has given you a grim prognostication of our national future, but where he foresees apocalypse, I see hope. I see a new nation ready to take its place in the world. Not an empire, but a republic. And a republic of laws, not men. Gentlemen, we are in the very midst of revolution. The most complete, unexpected, and remarkable of any in the history of the world. How few of the human race have ever had an opportunity of choosing a system of government for themselves and their children. I am not without apprehensions, gentlemen. But the end we have in sight is more than worth all the means. I believe, sirs, that the hour has come my judgment approves this measure, and my whole heart is in it. All that I have, all that I am, and all that I hope in this life, I am now ready to stake upon it. While I live, let me have a country. A free country. John. Big enough? Mm, yes, old King George should be able to see that. Mm-hmm. 
when in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, a decent respect requires that they declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, and among these, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. To secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. And whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to establish new government. We therefore, the representatives of the United States of America, do and with the authority of the good people of these colonies, solemnly publish and declare that these United Colonies are, and of right ought to be, free and independent states, that they are absolved of all allegiance to the British Crown, and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved. In the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. All right, everybody, Joseph Gibson podcasting here, understanding the times in which we live today. Uh, had a conversation earlier with uh, a brother of mine in the Patriot Movement, uh, part of the Republic, and uh, we're going to try to start something new. This is just an introduction show, basically, and uh, probably didn't get as many people as we wanted to to come on board and uh, partake. And and we know that you know some of these platforms are are dying, indeed. But I want to go back in history a little bit here and uh, play back something here. This was back in 2010. Okay, and it's important. This is very important because this was the beginning stages of, of really the republic of when, when everything started to begin. And uh, I'll, I'll let you guys listen and I'll comment on it. Virginia Governor Bob McDonnell is one of 30 governors across the country who has received life-threatening letters, or at least threatening letters, I should say, from an anti-government group. Now the FBI and Homeland Security officials are investigating. I'll try to stop Gerald as more from the Home, uh, Department of Homeland Security. Governor McDonald's office received this letter in Richmond on Wednesday. A spokesperson for the governor's office say they were turned over to both the FBI and Virginia State Police and are currently the subject of an internal memo at the Department of Homeland Security. According to the FBI, the letters demand that the governor leave office within three days or risk being removed. Investigators say there is no direct violent threat in the message, but Homeland Security experts say anti-government groups are being closely monitored. I think they're trying to be very careful of not crossing a line where they clearly would be inciting violence and trigger uh, criminal statutes. But the fact of the matter is, uh, this is cl- this is clear enough, and it needs to be taken carefully. These governors, and I think federal officials as well, are going to be uh, their security forces will be on heightened alert, and in some sense, that's tragic right now. Because- 
The website for the Guardians of Free Republic says it is interested in dismantling the government through trials and is seeking members to serve as grand jurors towards that end. At the Department of Homeland Security, Tom Fitzgerald, Fox 5 News. Okay, all right. That's to me, and, and the media put its spin uh, clearly uh, on it. And, uh, of course, comment was given afterwards on that. I'll play that. It's about five minutes long, and then I'll open up the phone boards. Examine those three situations. You'll understand that FDR and Warburg did it the old-fashioned way. With the distractions of war and economic hardship, as they picked our pockets behind the scenes. So I ask you this. If not a single federal judge protested, when they came forth in secret and informed them that law was being replaced by equity so that a corporate government could enforce commercial crimes against the state under the color of the admiralty law venue working through legal fictions with mocking names of the real people without constitutional protections, and not one judge protested, do you think there's a chance that the strategy, the same strategy, might work, but this time on behalf of returning law and morality back to the institutions of government? Well, that's how the Restore America plan will work. We do not seek, nor will we disturb, the great sleeping hordes of American humanity rendered nearly unconscious after 77 years of cultural amnesia. They will continue about their lives, distracted by the wars and economic hardships and their electronic devices that have been orchestrated for them by our predecessors. We will avoid all public pronouncements to the hopelessly deluded public media. As much as you'd love to get out there and sing the praises of freedom, there will be none among the members who join the Restore America plan because we know that that media will subject us. I know better than anyone. I was a part of it. They will subject us to ridicule as right-wing nutjobs and Christian fundamentalists and all the other knee-jerk evils that they use as lightning rods to gather the people in hysteria towards their own enslavement. Now, doesn't that make sense? Why would we use a strategy that will doom us to failure? when a strategy has been laid out by brilliant, if demonic, men that replaced the entire lawful society of the republic with a military-run democracy designed to confiscate your wealth and pass it along as a tariff to foreign banking families. We will make no attempt to re-educate a public that doesn't even know that the United States is a corporation, even though the signs of constitutional deprivation are all around them, on the deeds that call them tenants on their own land, on the bank signature cards that call them U.S. persons for the mere act of placing their money into safekeeping, on the government forms that confess they are subjects to the government created by their forefathers, on the government forms, a bank signature card that makes them swear under penalty of perjury Everything is true. The mere act of signing that places them in jeopardy for uh, indictment, investigation, indictment, arraignment, incarceration, and uh, ruination of their lives. We recognize, the founders, the authors of this plan recognize that we cannot take the general population from kindergarten to graduate school 
at least not at this time. <laughs> they were taken from graduate school to kindergarten over a slow progression of planned cultural amnesia. Which means that the Restore America plan is not grounded in ego. It's not grounded in our desires to convince people, to persuade people, to uh, generate awareness and consciousness about freedom. It is not about making ourselves feel better by fancy proclamations. It is solely confined to achieving the results I've outlined here tonight, again, quietly, peacefully, and without risking violence, civil war, or misinterpretation during the interim uh, installation period. Folks, the orders have already been written. The plan is laid out. We won't be able to discuss them with specificity on this far too public forum, but uh, you can already tell by what I've said that this has been methodically worked out. So with the Restore America plan, we are planning, just in case I haven't made this clear, to end the foreclosure nightmare, tax prosecutions, prosecutions without an injured party, and assaults on the byways of America using their own, let me correct that, using our own institutions to do the work behind the scenes just like in 1933. Once we have reabsorbed those institutions back into de jure service. Uh, we will also be achieving diplomatic status with respect to the corporation as we put it back in the bottle. And we will modify, as I mentioned, the conduct base to reflect our sovereign status. So instead of using the du jour grand juries to force our will on unsuspecting local institutions, we can imagine the havoc that would cause around the country. We will use the restored trappings of government to achieve our goals quietly. In other words, we will have reconstituted higher courts, and they will get their marching orders to hand down the appropriate writs to the lower courts to do the right job. Nonetheless, the jour grand juries will reserve their power on the land if needed. All in all, we will not subject our adversaries to humiliation, to proclamations or insults that motivate resistance. We will not challenge their propaganda. In fact, it is their propaganda what they have been uttering thousands of times a week on the airwaves, as if the American people's asleep, which unfortunately they are. We will use that propaganda to dismantle the evil institutions of the tree of knowledge and facilitate the reassimilation of those institutions under the tree of life. We will not punish them. It is sufficient that the Lord knows of their crimes. It's in the Lord's hands. Instead, we will invite them to join us willingly, and many will come, and we will offer them the glory for solving the foreclosure crisis and the economic meltdown. Let the partitions enjoy the limelight. We want no part of it. Let them enjoy the accolades and the fawning, because the real magnificence is reserved for the Lord, and we'll be on bended knees making sure that happens. Uh, when I refer to 1933, I know there are some out there who are thinking that we are going to be using the methods of perverse men of history, demonic men of history, 
But don't think for a minute that just because a demon uses a particular method that it is inherently evil. It's the man that's evil, not necessarily the method. You know, um, uh, we could take a lesson, for instance, from the war college. Our war college and the war colleges of the industrialized nation learn plenty from Hitler's blitzkrieg. But when we put the strategies to work on behalf of the law of the creator, we will be cleansing them of bad intentions. It is rational, it is reasonable, and it is logical to use their institutions under our control, brought back to the du jour side by quiet reabsorption, to right this society and prevent the progression, the inevitable progression, if we don't intervene, to World War III. So, folks, I've said a mouthful here. I All right, everybody. Joseph Gibson, podcasting, understanding the times, which we today. Of course, now, there were count, that was history in the making there at that time, and there were things now that we learned from history that we did not know. And, of course, things would, would progress throughout the years, uh, attacks on, on, on the law, the lawful me- um, uh, way of doing things, procedure. They, uh, people outsmarted themselves. Some people got greedy. Some people took measures into their own, own, own hands and should not have. And others were fell victim of uh, corporate greed, greed, or, or I guess they, they fell in between the loopholes of the scales of justice. And really, the bottom line is, is the masses, like he stated, are asleep. And you have got to wake the people up. That's all you can do is keep trying to wake the people up and bring them together. Yeah, even if you repeat the same message over and over and over again, because the bottom line is that's the only way. Because otherwise you're going to end up in a concrete cell or they will have the tools and they have the foot soldiers and they got the brainwashed zombies and the jackbooted thugs out there that are just doing their job. And their job is what they – they don't even know what their job is, to be honest with you. But we know what their job is. That's to, to take away our liberties and our freedom for the better good because – Today, we don't go by what Franklin said, those that sacrifice a little bit of their liberties for a little bit of security. What do you say? They deserve neither. Okay? When you sacrifice a little bit of your liberty for a little bit of security, you deserve neither. And that's what we're doing today every single day. We say, cross this line, cross that line, cross this line. And some of us trip over that line and we fall into the praise. We fall into the hands of these people, or others of us got our backs to the wall, and we're grasping at straws and just moving on and not knowing what to do. But those of us that are still in the fight, that are trying, that are still saying, hey, you know, because they are marching us towards World War III, and the powers that be have gave us reprievals to – uh, or stays, I guess you could say, of execution, if you want to call it, because there's good people out there that are behind the scenes stopping the bad people from doing wrong, and the information out there that's being uh, uh, pressed upon you people that's false, the false narrative, there's, there's blowback, and that blowback is the people that know what's really going on, 
even if we disagree a lot, a lot of us, and we do. But still, that has prolonged our stay here. But imagine if we can finally come to a platform or or use this Internet or use this networking to finally come together and say, 8 o'clock this day, so-and-so, such-and-such, we're all doing this. We're all coming together. And then Monday morning, we're all doing this. We're all doing it peacefully, peacefully. And we're using those tools that they give us to restore what we know was good. We had a great country. We, we, we had freedom. It had its faults. It had its errors. It had its sins. But that was to be worked out in time. But while it worked out, they were taking away our liberties at the same time because there was a master plan. Okay, they want this. We'll take away that. We'll give them this, but we'll give them that. Or we'll take away that and give them this. No. We want our liberty and our freedom, total control over our lives. Nobody should control or guide our lives or tell us what to do. And freedom is what this country has been built upon, what it stands for still. And we all need to come together and fight for. And we have to stop going off our own little ways and fighting our own battles that are senseless, even though they may be appealing. And they sound great. You need to sacrifice and give up that battle for a little while and come to what the end game's plan really is. And that's what we offer. And that's to restore the republic and restore our foundations and our constitution lawfully, without violence, without civil war, without breaking the law, and dancing around their little codes and statutes that are totally unconstitutional, by the way, and they are. Six five seven three eight three zero six one six. I've asked a few people to come on here. Let me see if I've got my friend on here tonight. Let's see if we'll bring him on. Uh, I've got well, I got three two zero. I'm going to bring uh, this person on first, and then nine seven zero. I got you. I got you in the wait in the wings there. But uh, go ahead, three two zero. Hey Joe. Hey, how Can are you? Me? It's good to hear your voice. Been a long time. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I am. I'm glad you're still doing your shows. I'm sorry. I- I miss out on them quite a bit. Um, But you're right. You know, statutes and codes are regulations, okay? They need to be put in their place as they are. There are two states fully assembled, 100% assembled by the people are in the works. You know, years ago, people got arrested for this shit. Well, guess what? Lawfully now is time to stand our ground. And when we get the National Assembly with all of the states, guess what? The lawful branch of government will rise. Yeah. Yeah. And you see, but you see, the people won't hear about this stuff unless they tune into podcasts such as mine or, or go to you. Uh, and you, you have been having to be quiet because you're targeted constantly. You know that. 
uh, and and we don't have to get into your, any you know, your, your background or information if you don't want to. But you know, uh, we met through the through uh, the internet uh, channels, and we know we saw people fall prey to the corporation because they jumped out of the box instead of staying in the box and sticking to the plan and enduring a little while longer because people became impatient. And and I understand that, and I get that. And I and look, I love those people that you know they, they may have done wrong, but I, I, I couldn't stand with them. And I think you know what I'm talking about. But at the same time, stay the course, stay the course, stay the course. History proves to be true in the end. And if and if we're all doing the right thing and, and doing what's right, we will. We'll, Look, if if we if we lose, what do we? Where do we go? We plunge into a thousand years of darkness that we've been warned about. You know, we evil tyranny, global tyranny. Uh, it, you know, so we have to win. So we have to sacrifice, and we have to keep doing what we're doing, right? Absolutely. And you guys have to realize one thing too: is set the political shit show aside, because right now is time for the people to unite. I mean, it's sickening. We know the two-party system is broken, okay? Set that aside. Fuck the two-party system. Excuse my language. But we need to unite in other ways, okay? Instead of mass destruction across the world, why not stand up and say, hey, we're not paying taxes? Because I guarantee that would have set precedence in what was going on. Because they needed them taxes. They needed people to file them taxes last year. They needed that money in the year prior to, okay? They have to adjust their books. Yeah, their books, their checks and balances. You see, even though the money's fake and it's printed out of thin air, people don't get that, and that's where we lose a lot of people. But they have to adjust their books. Their accounting schemes and measures have to have to pan out, otherwise the fraud will be exposed, right? Right, and if people mass did that within the last two years, if we would have massly done that and put protests against taxes, there could have been a different outcome because that's what people aren't getting. People are too hell-bent on luxury and this federal debt notes, which they don't understand, okay? Nobody understands it because they're so hell-bent on luxury, and, 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 as far and as yeah, the, and complacency, and complacency so too. On the internet, none of these school kids should be going to school, sitting in their classrooms on the fucking internet. Yeah, or learning about, uh, or putting a condom on a banana. Them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, put I mean, in front of them, engage with them, touch their hearts for fuck's sake. I loved going to school growing up. I learned things growing up. Kids don't learn shit any day, anymore in school. Yeah, I'm gonna bring on I'm gonna bring on uh, Mr. Carpenter here from Colorado. Uh, you've been on before years ago with him, but but this is a conversation. See, we're starting up something new. We're trying to put something together new here, that where we're going to try to get everyone where we're going to network across the country with everybody connecting together. Put aside the differences. Put aside the disagreements. And and stick to the problem at hand, the issue at hand, like you just brought up, and formulate something that we can all work together. And uh, I see 931, you got your hand up. I will bring you on. Let me bring, bring 970 on real quick. Go ahead, 970. Go ahead. You've been waiting longest. Good evening, Joe. Good evening, America. And uh, your name again, I'm sorry, my dog's barking. That got me distracted. Uh, the young lady that said we're visiting with Joe. What's her name? Uh, 
It's free to all. We'll just just say, call me free to all. There you go. Yeah, she doesn't want to give her name. She wants to remain anonymous. She's been she's been out there fighting behind enemy lines. So we we don't want to give her name. I know her name though. I know who she is. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I, I like this. I like to use a name if I can. All right, anonymous. How's that? Uh, so, uh, we're uh, we decided that the people all know that they're sick and tired of what they're sick and tired of, and insanity's doing the same thing over and over again. And so people need to be educated as to ha- how to bring this constitutional republic back into authority and have the jurisdiction that the people are asking for. And so in thinking about uh, in thinking about this series that we're getting ready to launch, I'm, I'm thinking about calling that we're we're open for business, taking applications, and uh, we want to we want to reach out to people like yourself and other people that are concerned enough to um, get on a radio program like this and have an intelligent discussion and learn. We how have to, to have a go- governor. Governor, let me interrupt you real quick. Let me, Jim, let me interrupt you real quick. What we need is we have to have a place that we can network and come together, like I said, and put aside our differences because we have everybody going off and fighting these battles, and, and, and they're being isolated and dissected and then sometimes imprisoned, and we can't have that anymore. We have to stay within the boundaries of the law because the system is still there to work for us. The tools are there. Like she was just saying, you have all these state, you have these some states out there that where they have assembled, and they have, you're not going to hear about this on Fox 61 News or C. CNN or the, or the news media or on your FM radio show, you're only going to get it here. And we and if we can network with these people and come together and unite, there's enough of us out there still where we're not, you know, running for our lives for God's sake. Back at you real quick. Go ahead. Yeah, you're right, Joe. And exactly. I mean, these people are a couple of steps ahead of the game of the normal the normal county in America or the normal state. And what we need to do is we need to be able to give people what they want, and that is to teach them what this new bicycle or form of uh, government looks like because it's theirs to operate. But they're afraid of it because they don't know. They've never been on two wheels before. So we want to put together a program dedicated to doing an open mic call with leadership and discussing how we can successfully help the people stand up and take control of their future in this lawful, legal, peaceful way, a grassroots movement formed by the people, but by the people that are represented. If you're not represented, you don't have a voice at the table. Well, everybody has a voice at the table. Governor, let me let me take to I got a bunch of people here wanting to put their hands up and uh because we got plenty of time here and everybody I want to give everybody a voice. And that's the purpose of this. I want I want everybody to have the voice and and no and it, nobody's screened or censored. So it's just you're anonymous. So uh go ahead 931 you're next. Go ahead then 608. It's been a while. Yeah, go ahead there, brother. Go ahead. You know it's John. Hey, uh, I like the way the governor opened up. The definition of insanity is repeating the same thing and expecting a different result. Now, why would you want to reestablish the republic if you see where it leads? 
Now you want to repeat the same thing and expect a different result. Learn from your own idealism, man. Look, we don't need government. This land before we got here was populated by millions of Indians. They lived peacefully. They had no hate. They had no nothing valued as possessions. Anybody could come up and they would give all their possessions to anybody because they weren't important, but they were happy. They took care of the land. They took care of each other. But government came in. Civilization came in and destroyed a beautiful people, a beautiful way of life. Why not go back to that? Why keep trying what never has worked in all of history, government, in any way, shape, or form, has it ever worked for the people or for goodness, ever? Why keep doing the same thing over and over? Why not go back to the roots of what we are, people, and we take care of each other? I mean, read the, the writings, the, the letter that was written by, uh, what was his name, Christopher Columbus, whoever came and discovered America, Christopher Columbus or whatever his name was. But he wrote a letter talking about the people on this land, how beautiful. They didn't know hatred. They didn't know evil. All, and they'd give you anything they had freely, just give it to you. And he wrote back, we could enslave these people. We could use these people as servants. We easily take them over. And that's what they did. They destroyed a beautiful way of life. Why don't we go back to the beautiful way of life? Why are you all stuck on government, on dictatorships, on authoritarianism, the evils of the world? Why are you all stuck on it? Why hey, John, can I ask you a question? Hey, John, John yeah. can I ask you a question? If we did, if we did eliminate government in this land, we, have, we live in a global society now today. Don't you think that other nations would come in then and, and then conquer and then turn us into a communist China, okay, turn okay. us into a Soviet look, Union? Look, becoming... A, a, a peaceful people does not mean becoming a weak people, okay? Now, when the Indians started getting attacked, they fought back. They didn't have the resources. We have the resources to fight back. doesn't mean we abandon them, continue our resources. We continue our, our, our land growing. We just drop the monetary system. We start taking care of each other. We make sure everybody has. We stop with the drugs on the streets. The only reason why you got drugs and all the problems in the world is because government puts them there for you. They're the ones that are fucking putting their shit on the street and destroying the children and doing all this to the world. They do it intentionally. They create chaos. They are nothing but chaos. Any and all forms of government can only gain control through chaos. So they create chaos intentionally. And they're not going to teach you this. Because they would lose their power if they told you the truth. Because if everybody knew the truth, they wouldn't be able to get away with it. Hey, they John, let me bring on another caller here. John, let me bring on someone else that's waiting here because I don't like that. Uh, but, but I understand. I hear what you're saying. Uh, yeah, I appreciate you calling in. Uh, 608, go ahead. Is, is, that, is that me, John? Yeah, go ahead. You're live. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Okay, uh, John, this is uh, Governor Henning of the Wisconsin Free State. I was wondering yeah, if I ahead. could play a three-minute recording. Sure, go ahead, man. Go ahead. It's your time. I, I, I opened up your uh, uh, mic. You get uh, just as much time as right. everybody else. Go ahead. Okay, this is a three-minute recording. Hello, Americans. I'm here to tell you about the Republic, your Republic for the United States of America. In 2010, a miracle happened. Americans from all walks of life banded together and reclaimed our republic form of government. 
This is not to be confused with Republican, Democrat, or any other form of political party. Your Republic for the United States of America is already functioning in a lawful, interim, and parallel capacity. Lawful because it has been re-inhabited peacefully and lawfully. Interim because it's functioning in a limited capacity since the American people are not yet represented in mass and because permanent elections have not yet been held. Parallel because it has not replaced the corporate United States but is functioning alongside the current government structure. This was lawfully accomplished in order to restore our rights, our liberties, and our freedoms as Americans. If you want more from your government, if you want to be truly free for the first time in your life, if you want your children to enjoy true freedom, then I'm asking you and everyone you know to embrace our long-lost liberties and support your republic. Imagine a country where most of your hard-earned money is to keep. Imagine seeing 2% inflation over the next 50 years, like it was when America was founded. Imagine your rights, freedoms, and privacy enforced and upheld in court. Imagine if it was unlawful for anyone to profit from your private information without your written permission. The injustices we endure today are nearly endless. Imagine all of them gone. Imagine politicians actually answering to you. Yes, you heard me correctly. I said answering to you. Not just hearing your voice and ignoring it, but listening and acting on law, not personal agendas. Just imagine going to the polls and having your vote make a difference. Imagine your inherent rights being preserved by government, a government committed to protecting and defending our founding documents. Our founding fathers had a dream of being free, and I believe Americans are still yearning to be free today. You and I are working together and turn that dream, our dream, into reality once again. I believe the American people have the courage to take back their freedom. So let's work together to make the world a better place to live. May God bless you and God bless America. Thank you, Dr. Joe. I appreciate the time. Yeah, man, and 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 just so you know, I I have played that before actually, and but but with John on the phone here, he comes from a different sector of people, and he believes that there should be no government. But John, I, I love you, man, and, and I thank you for calling in. But you said, well, let's, we, but we'll we, we can still keep all the resources and come together and fight against any tyranny that should attack us. Well, we would need some sort of laws then. We would need some sort of government. So wouldn't you agree, John? And we, I mean, the, the republic is the best way to go right now to fix things, even if it's not what you want, you know? Right. No, I don't agree, man. All you need is responsible people in the world. That's it. And when you have no choice but to be a responsible person, you will become a responsible person. Okay? Right now, everybody's allowed to be irresponsible. That's why nobody is responsible for anything. And if you are part of government, part of the legal system, part of the system at all, you are above the law. You are not liable to the law. But yet, everybody else is. And everybody else is held as criminals for doing things that aren't crimes. Okay? This is a ridiculous system going on. This is just childish, ridiculous. And, and for anybody not to see it, it's because they're not responsible enough adults. 
That's the way I see the world. I mean, I'm simple. I don't care. I'm a simple man. Okay? You violate me, I'm going to take care of it. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, I agree, John. John, John. Uh, let me let me let me let uh, uh, 608 there. Uh, maybe if you want to respond, or I know I got uh, Jim on here from the Republic uh, on. You know the Republic, but you see, he's talking about a system that's in place today, and we're not for this system today. We agree with you, John. The system is 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 corrupt. It's wrong. It's 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 not working for the people. It's leading us to World War Three. And then uh, my anonymous caller uh, said that there's places that are uh, uh, assembling. Go ahead, John. Okay. Go ahead. Let me say something real quickly. Okay. This system is created by the system we started with. This is what the end goal is of that system. You're trying to go back to a system that ends up at this system. But they're already here, so you're not going to back it up. They're not going to allow it. They have the power. They have all the money. And people that think money and taxes make a difference, they don't. The, the, the few families that have all the money, they have enough money to give each person in the world freaking $50 million. $50 million could be handed to each person in the world. That's how much money they got. The money doesn't matter anymore. They're just using it to destroy us all. You all just can't see it and understand the money isn't the issue. We don't need money. We never did. They needed to control us, and that's what they're doing to enslave us all. It's, it's, it's real simple in my mind. I mean, you know, I could say things, and I could, people can't comprehend it because they can't get out of the mentality they were growing up with. The indoctrination, the brainwashing, the, the the mindset that they grew up with, they could never step outside of it and look at the way. All right, John. 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 All right. Let's. let's <laughs> all right, John. I I respect. We we heard what Go you ahead. had to say, and I appreciate you calling in. And and I get. And you have very strong convictions about this, and a lot of people do agree with you. You know, but I I just can't see where we could just all have a free for all, and we can't have no type of laws, or or we just can't have we can't have any representatives because people are look. Governments are formed to. Restrain what? Evil and sin. So, that, you know, and, and let, uh, 608, you want to comment on this? Let, give it 608 the floor. He called in here. Let's give him the floor for a couple minutes, and now go to my anonymous and then Jim. Go ahead. Thank you again, Joe. And, John, I, I agree that, with you. Uh, it would be great to get back to uh, the First Nation people, the way they lived. I have great respect for those people. And, and you know, the – Columbus and the rest that came over, that genocide was the largest in the world. They had 19 million Na- Native Americans or First Nation people just slaughtered. How horrible. You know, we need love in this country. We need to get back together, and we need to be unified. We are, we are a country of, of people and of laws, the laws that have to be for the people. The people make the laws. And the government are the ones that are supposed to be enforcing the laws, not on the people, except for if they're out of control and out of line. But it, we need to get back to love in this country. And I believe the republic, I've volunteered my time since 2010, I've uh, stepped up and I've been elected by the people. And I continue to believe that the Wisconsin free state is standing strong here in America, along with other uh, states like Governor Carpenter from Colorado. We've been working together, volunteering our time for over a decade now to have the people try to understand or wake the people up, which their country's here. Their, their republic is here for them, peacefully and lawfully. I yield, Joe. Amen. Uh, uh, my anonymous caller, you want to say something? You've been waiting. You were the first one to call in. I know you've been waiting a while. Uh, you want to say something about, because you mentioned that there are, 
states that are actually breaking away and that are free right now. I don't want you to divulge any person, you know, for security reasons or for or for anybody for any reprisals because you know my show is monitored and 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 but we don't break any laws. But still, we we, we obey the Constitution. <laughs> you may well that's against the law nowadays sometimes. But you know, but uh, go ahead there, uh, my anonymous uh, female there on the line. Okay, so. There are two states 100% fully assembled, and that is Michigan and Alaska are 100% fully assembled. In the works is California, Idaho, Colorado, Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana, and I do believe Virginia are in the works. Okay. Um, I know Minnesota's got a couple, but you need and explain, explain to these people. Explain what assembled me. I'm getting like thir- I'm getting 13 messages right now on Twitter. What is she talking about? Assembled? When did I didn't vote on this? Because they don't know what you're talking about. So can you explain that, okay, please? Okay, okay, okay. So we're gonna <laughs> go back to the law of creation. And I know the governor knows exactly what I'm talking about, Jim. We've had many conversations, you I and Joe. So I know you know who I am. You know all about the National Assembly, the lawful assembly of the people. This is what I'm talking about, you guys. If you go back to the laws of creation and do your homework and do your research, that's what we're missing. It's actually a branch of government. If you go back to the laws of creation and start reading, and and you're very knowledgeable, you'll find it. They're missing it. Okay, that, that's okay. our that's our assembly of people, and you stay you stay within the people. Um, you once you're assembled, once you're 100% assembled, then you can go to legislation and be the moving party. Okay, you instruct your public servants, and I know John don't agree with this, and it's okay. Because I definitely know where John's coming from, and I do agree with him in a lot of things. Um, but right now, I mean, it's working. It's working. Some people might not see it. Some people that, I mean, right now, okay, so right now caucuses are going on, right? Everybody is very informed of caucuses, right? Yep. So I have joined, I have joined the caucus here in my state. So actually, I'm working in a de facto assembly of the people. A caucus is a de facto assembly, where a national assembly for each state is in the de jure. And you keep the Constitution where it should be, for the branches of government, not the people. It is their duty to ensure and, and go by regulations, code, statutes, what you will. They are the ones that have to obey them codes and statutes, not the people. So if you do your research, and Joe, I can send you the actual link to the to the National Assembly. Um, not no Amazon, yeah. right? Made up bullshit. It's the actual fundamental, organic law of the land. 
Okay, I'll be interested. In, I got five one zero here that wants to uh, queue in here, a caller that popped up on the board. And but but I don't want to take away from what we're trying to do here, my anonymous caller, uh, my female friend out there, which has been working hard behind the scenes. And you know, and look, I got what you're saying with de facto because I'm doing the same thing here. I'm running for public office here in North Carolina. And you know what these little these little son of a bitches are doing? With all due respect, excuse my language. I don't mean to offend anybody. I know I'm wrong by doing that, but you know what they're doing? They're adopting my. my I said, what, what I always say, you see it on my social media, restore our Constitution, restore our republic. That's what I always put, and, and the Republicans down here are starting to adopt my saying. I was at their meeting with Congressman, United States uh, 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 Congressman uh, Mark Walker. Uh, the, the, he's a de facto United States congressman, Secret Service, everybody was there, blah, blah, blah. And a couple of uh, North Carolina Supreme Court judges were there. And, and you know, they're using my term. And, man, I had, I had a conversation with them. Oh, we agree with what you're doing. No, listen, I'm not going to assimilate into your de facto. You're going, the people are going to restore our republic. Well, you know, because what their de facto is what? The bankers, the central bankers, the World Bank, and, uh, and the United Nations, and leading us into World War III. And we're not going to have this. We're not going to have it. And the people in individual states can stand up. And, and we go back to the Civil War, and you go back, what, what is a rump? You know what a rump is, right? R-U-M-P. Look it up, people, if you don't know. And that was, and, and that, that was a tiny sect that was standing up against what was happening because the states it had nothing to do with uh, slavery, the Civil War, number one. Get that. I, if, you, if you are believing that, then you have a lot to learn. It had a lot to do with what the national banks were doing and the absorbing, absorption of the uh, states into a uh, – not the union, but a uh, – uh, the, the corporation that they had planned, and the Reconstruction Act later that came. But to go back in history and talk about that could be a waste of time. Today, what we have to do is, is we have to understand what's happening today, and we have to move forward quickly because, look, look what they're doing with this vaccination stuff. I mean, what's next? I mean, this isn't the end of the world, this vaccination thing. They're not going to kill us all with this. But they're progressing quickly to doing that, aren't they? I mean, look at how they're controlling us. People are being fired because they don't take a vaccination. 30 years ago, would you have ever heard of such a thing? Would you, what would you have done when you were 12, 10 years old or, or, or 20 years old, the people that are older here that are listening, what, and you heard such a thing? There would have been, there would have been riots in the streets. But today... We, we're, we're going along with it, right? It just goes to show you how we're accepting what's going on and what's happening to us. And, and just, man, imagine what's next. You know, it, it frightens me. But 510, go ahead. I'm going to bring you on because a new voice here. 510, I want to give everybody a chance here when you, well, when you press 1. Go ahead, 510. Hey, Joe, it's Dr. Sandy Marecki at the Air Force Academy. Hey, how you doing? It's good to hear your voice. How you doing? I'm good. James told me I should log in today and say hi. Yes, yes, and we can always use a knowledgeable voice of someone from your caliber, and that's always that's out there taking a stand also. Uh, so the floor is yours. Go ahead for a few minutes. Uh, well, welcome to the podcast tonight. Sure. Um, I thought I would <clears throat> give everyone an update as to my situation uh, real quick. Uh, I think the last time I talked to you, I was on administrative leave, so the um, the background on me for the new listeners, um, I am a, an instructor at the Air Force Academy. I've been here for about six years, and they came down with ma- uh, sorry vaccine quote unquote vaccine mandates 
for everyone. Uh, first, they went after the military in August, and then they went after the civilians in October, November. And so that's when I, you know, was getting pressured. Um, because all of those orders are illegal, I have been completely not going after any other action other than calling them out on their illegal orders. And so that, of course, made them a little mad. And <clears throat> so they relieved me of duty on the 10th of January. They put me on administrative leave with pay. So there's at least a small silver lining on that. Um, and then on the 28th of January, a suspension was supposed to go into effect that following Monday. But on the 21st of January, the Friday prior, that's when the federal judge in Texas had ruled that the federal civilians, uh, there was a temporary injunction blocking the mandate for all of them in all 50 states. And so now there was no basis for them trying to fire me. So the way that the military is reacting to that is just to put everything in what they call abeyance, which means I am on, I'm on hold, I'm, on, I'm in limbo. So um, the way that they interpreted that was whatever disciplinary steps you, had, you were in at that time just continues indefinitely. So I'm on administrative leave with pay um, until further notice. Still can't go to campus, um, still you know, can't teach and all that stuff. Um, so then, well, that's uh, that. Okay, well, then you and you. I'm gonna say you're obviously taking a stand, and, and what they've done to you is just so wrong. And of your background, I know you. For you to introduce and say everything that you've done and your the history of what you've done, and and your services, uh, people really for for this woman to be uh, put in that position or anybody for, for that sake, but just just as an example here, this caller, uh, her background is impeccable, and her her knowledge and her history. But uh, go ahead, carry on. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I apologize. <laughs> no, no worries. Um, so I had the two weeks that I was um, – the suspension was going to take effect after the two weeks. And so I had the opportunity to file a rebuttal or a response. And so I worked with my legal team on that, and we filed it then that following Monday. Um, and now we've not heard a word. So – that's been two weeks now, and so this is now the third week past that. But we're anticipating that they're not going to respond because, you know, everything's in limbo. Uh, we think the reason is that the federal judge, they're almost certainly the, the bad guys are trying to take it now to an appeals court, federal appeals court, and that might be what we're waiting for. God only knows how long it's going to take for that to actually happen. So I anticipate that I'm and that's and that's our problem and that. that's our problem really. Let me and this is where we get into for the, for the republic. We have the Supreme Court, we have these appellate courts. They don't make the laws, and we've allowed them to now all of a sudden write policy and make laws. The Supreme Court ruled on this, so it's law of the land. List of what happens in Washington or California or Arizona. They don't make the law. You know, it's so far from what the republic really stands for and what our republic representative government really was about and why it was formulated. And and how do we how you know uh, my anonymous uh, caller there? Because um, you said you didn't want to say your name. How do we? Um, you said these other states that are adopting or or getting on board with uh, their assembly. Assemblies are getting together. Um, what 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 what's the end goal game for them? I mean, how I mean, if they don't get the other states in, uh, to go with with them, what's going to happen? I mean, we're not going to end up in a civil war. Uh, uh, so what's going to happen? I mean, what's what's so, you know? Let me let me explain that a little bit better. Okay, so when I told you that I am working in the de facto by 
by joining the caucus. Okay, so we want to be in the du jour as the people because the people that join the caucus, now they're involved in helping out with resolutions, the bills that are going into the House. So we get to, we have say in resolutions, but that's in the de facto, okay? So if you go to the du jour when it's just the people, the resolutions need to come from the people and their right to petition and address their grievance in front of the legislator, being the moving party. And in the Mason's Manual, in the, in the um, what is the other one? Um, the Mason's and the Robertson and the, what's the other manual? You got me on that one. I know, I know your friend there that we used to talk to. There's a section in there where you tell them that they have to investigate this. And obviously, along with the other female caller here, thank you for your service. Talk to your legal team, your JAG players, and you make them compel the judges. Okay, that that's our that that's our defense. You have to compel them. And if you look up legal terms, you'll know what I'm talking about. They have to be compelled. You have to become party and distinguish the right from the wrong. Um, it works in the judicial branch because they have no say. They don't even have jurisdiction. That's why you compel the judge in the, in the judicial branch, which all of automatic sends it to the appellate in the federal and the U.S. courts got to get it in there and keep your arguments. You have to compel them. Um, just like they command you to be summoned, you compel them to do their job. You do a judicial, oh, what is that? You put them on judicial notice. I had someone from the Pentagon on here, actually. I'm trying to message her right now, Sue Bagaz, that was, uh, came on here also, uh, that, that she needs to hear this information. Her lawyer, her husband actually is an uh, ethics lawyer in Washington, D.C., but uh, they told me that Washington, D.C. is closed for business right now and uh, nothing's happening there, so I don't, I'm not sure about that. Let me bring on 619 that's been waiting here. 619, go ahead. I'm trying to get everybody a voice here, so go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah, Brother Joe. This is Brother Lewis from Girl Beach. Hey, how are you tonight? How are you? Good. Uh, thanks for call, oh, coming on. I appreciate well. it. I, yeah, I, I can answer your and their question. The thing is, 2,600 years ago, the Hebrew prophet said, not only would the Jew be wandering the world for 2,000 years, but the final generation would begin when they come back to the nation in, the year, in our year 1948. That began the final generation. And everything we have seen today, the decline of America, the rise of Europe, the coming one world order, and at the end of that 80 years or thereabouts from 1948, after a period of hell on earth, will be the literal visible second coming of Jesus the Christ. The Bible very clearly talks about this kind of COVID thing that's killing I don't know how many millions of people on the earth, and there'll be repeated things, just like this COVID, that'll happen. There'll be wars. But the number one thing that the Bible does say, America will decline so that Europe can rise and be the center of the final world empire under the Antichrist and the one world government. So it's really great that all the patriots are trying to 
do what they're going to do, but God says that's what that is what is happening. The next thing, but doesn't but, but Lewis happens, doesn't God so? But hang on, doesn't God also say that you know that that exalted the nation is righteous? I mean that He'll heal the uh, the nation also. And we can't we have an awakening, a spiritual awakening, because the end time nobody knows the end end of days. I mean they've been talking about this. You know they were preaching this back in during the Civil War. You know the end is here. They were talking about this in World War Two. The end is here. Vietnam War. The end is here. So uh, I mean why can't we have an awakening? You said you appreciate the patriots doing it, so you're not saying that we should all just lay down and say, well, you know, the, end, the Bible says it's the end, so, you know, let's just all watch it pass on by. So sh- we should continue to fight, right, and, and, and stand up for what is good, right? Well, we should continue to stand up for what is good, but God makes it absolutely clear through fulfilled prophecy that we are right at the end of days. And, uh, yes, America, you know, the patriots will do everything they and we can do. Nevertheless, God has specifically said that the last generation began in 1948 with the return of the Hebrews to Israel. And uh, what we're seeing now with the COVID and all this trouble is right in the Bible. God said exactly when it would happen and how it would happen. And this is what is going on. So how would how would you comfort the people out there then if you, if everything that the people are doing the fight for freedom and, and even the John that's out there listening I know John's gritting his teeth right now <laughs> and my anonymous caller knows what I'm talking about <laughs> but but I'm just saying so what what could you say to comfort the people? Well, all I can say is that uh, the removal of all the faithful Christians, tens of millions of Americans, will happen sometime in the very, very near future, all those that have put their trust and faith in Christ. And that is what will bring America down more than any other thing, because all the people that grow to food are Christians, and all the people that keep our society together are believers, except, you know, for a few that are not. But the thing is, that is exactly what God said is going to happen. It's going to happen very soon. So the, the people that are work, working and fighting, good for you. And uh, you're supposed to do that kind of thing. You're supposed to be faithful to provide for your families and do the best you can. But I, I know that what I just said is what the Bible says will happen at the end of this generation, and we are here. I mean, there's no doubt whatsoever in anyone who knows what the Bible says and give us God's promise. You know, we do no, no, I've, I've read, I've, I've read it, and I've studied theology, and you know that, and I, and a lot of people disagree with me sometimes when I talk about that. But at the same time, I say, you know, look, year after year, I'm watching what's happening, and sometimes I just think man's got it wrong, and the truth is being being concealed from our eyes. And we're being deceived, and, and and the truth is out there. And I believe that the patriots out there and fighting for what is righteous and doing. And look, if we are raptured out of here, like you're saying, or if we are, then okay, that's great. But we have to continue to. We just can't sit in our living rooms and watch it on TV unfold and say, well, well, God said that's going to happen. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to put you down. I'm not trying to disrespect what you're saying because I agree with what you're saying actually, because I do believe that you know in God. But I'm just saying that I believe that. You know, we're called for a reason, and I believe these people on this call here tonight and the Republic, I believe that we there is an awakening, because I just don't think the end is just near. Because what's a generation in the Bible? Because the, the, it says not a generation well, shall generation, pass, but what's a generation? We don't know. Well, well, the generation, the longest generation is about 80 years, four score years. And we're, another seven years will be those four score years. And God okay. says that after, after the church is removed, 
We have the Antichrist with a one-world government will come forward and form that one-world government, and it will be formed through the power of Europe because America will no longer be the great power it is today. You know, well, we do see that declining. Say, we do see the decline. Oh, we can't. Yeah. We oh, cannot yeah. deny yeah. that. We can't deny that. We watch yeah. it. We're watching yeah. America decline right before our oh, very yeah. eyes. You know. Of course, and and everybody needs to do the best they can, provide for their families and uh, for the rule of law, and to oppose the darkness. Yes, of course, I absolutely agree with that. However, we also have to realize that uh, you know. You know, the, 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 end, the end of the road for a civilization as we know it, you know, this worldwide civilization is coming to a close in the next decade with a literal, literal visible second coming of Jesus Christ. And that is okay. just what the Bible right. says specifically. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well, it does. It does say that. You're absolutely right. Um, to to, to uh, Let me go right to the top of the line here. I'll go down to each caller because okay. for time for time time permitting, I'm going to go right down the line here because so i got a bunch of people on here. And, and I don't want to take away from what we're originally trying to do here because I believe that if that's true, if what this last caller was saying, then we are doing God's work and we're, we're standing up for what's right and we need to keep fighting because, you know, for us to just lay down and do nothing because – you know, we, we needed – because if we're to read the whole Bible, the Bible says work until the Lord returns, and we're working until the Lord returns then. So – but let me go from the top here. Jim, I'll start with you. Move down the line here from all the callers, and that should probably take us to the end of the podcast because I don't want to take away from what we're trying to do, and and we're trying to really have an awakening here and network together. And and I've got a full board here tonight, and, I, and I, so I accomplished our goal. We're blessed for doing that, and I thank God. I do believe in God. But I've also believed that, you know, doing the right thing and and standing up for what is right is what's protected me also. Because, I listen, man, I've gone through a lot of freaking hell these past couple of years, trust me. And I don't know how I came through it. I don't know how. But, but uh, you know, I, I, I have to believe that there's a higher power out there, and I'm doing the right thing. So, Jim, I'll start with you, and I'll go down the line here. Go ahead. A couple minutes. Go ahead. Thank you, Joe. Um, well, let me first say one thing. That, uh, as a Bible-believing Christian, one of the first commandments that was given was to Adam and Eve, and that was to uh, put the world under their, under their control. Then you should do... Uh, somebody's got some background noise. Out. What I'm going to do is, uh, what I'll do is I'll just, uh, I'll mute everybody. And then I'll unmute them as I get to them down the line, just 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 out of respect. How about that? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Jim. Finish your thought, because there was some background noise there. So go ahead. And so I still believe that as a devout Christian, <laughs> I still I still believe as a devout Christian that it is my duty, just like Apostle Paul pointed out, to count my own salvation. Yeah, that's you, time. Jim. That's you. <laughs> and you got some background noise yeah. there, brother. Uh, All right, I'll get back to you please. at the end here. Okay. Let me go. Let me, I'll get back to you at the end, Jim. You got some background noise there. Go ahead. Uh, my anonymous uh, female caller, which I haven't spoken to in so long. There, I appreciate you calling in here tonight and taking the time. Go ahead. Give a couple minutes here. Go ahead. You know, and then you know, back to the the mandates. You know, our whole unit got kind of put in limbo too. Okay, so you know, we're still working on, you know. We're working on field cases, investigations still. We're doing our, our desk work, as you would say. We're not traveling at the moment or, um, because of the whole mandate thing. Um, 
not a single one in our unit has been vaxxed or will be vaxxed or forced to vax. Um, I think it would have been a better outcome if the option was given to begin with. It's our will. And, and that's what I'm saying to everybody, you know, we have will. It's our will to do what we're doing. Um, we're doing our due diligence to America, to, to the world for standing up for things that we should be standing up for. Um, just, you know, be loud, be heard, um, get on any kind of platform. I don't care what country it is. I'm on all kinds of country platforms because I'm, I, I'm good at investigations. I love watching other platforms and, you know, and listening to other platforms. It doesn't matter if it is the, um, the Black My show. Or your show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, let's just take yeah. Joe's show for us. He's had all, all walks of life on his show. I love listening to that. And one thing all of them have in common is the same thing. They just want to fight Liberty. amongst each other. Freedom. Stupid little yeah. thing. But if we all unite, there can be a different outcome. That's what I'm trying to get across. I mean, it could have been way different at the George Floyd whole shit shebang in Minneapolis if women and children would have stood up and got in between that police station and the crowd coming. I guarantee there would have been a better outcome if women and children would have stood up and got in between that crowd. I bet you people would have listened. That's all. Are you? All right, all right. Well, and uh, and and uh, I appreciate you, Jim. I'm going to go back to you, and I'll go back to nine three one. And yeah, and this is what we're trying to do. Um, and and I know. Listen, everybody's schedules. Everybody has to work. But you know what? In the evening time, you know, one day a week, what we're trying to do is bring. Because listen, when we do this on uh, Tuesday, and we go on the Republic uh, platform there, and we have all different types of people listening. We're going to gather them together, and what we're going to do is we're going to be it's going to be like a fishnet. We're going to take this fishnet and we're going to scoop everybody up around this country and around this world, and that are on these alternative media shows, and we may get some famous people. I don't you know, but I'm just saying I may get some people that are pretty. Uh, important supposedly on the fish scale uh, line or, or the totem pole, but we're, but we're going to get scoop them everybody up, and we want everybody to be participating in these platform uh, this platform, um, and, it, and it's not going to be just mine. Like I said, we'll be on the Republic, and we want to do another one too, with everybody's voice out there to be a leader's voice to fight for the bottom line is which what we're all fighting for. Like my last caller just said, which is we're all fighting for freedom, and what, and a lot of people disagree with John, but John really is about freedom, man. I mean, if you were to hang out with that dude, and I, I'm sure I'd love to hang out with him. He's probably all about having a good time, living free, and, 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 and you know, uh, just living. Hey, uh, that's what we all want to really do, isn't it? I mean, we, we care about our families. We care about the people in our inner circles. We care about the people that we socialize with, but yet we have this intrusive government right now taking away and impeding upon our lives, and we don't know how to stop it because we're attacking each other, and we're running away from the platforms like this because I'm not the only one out there. But if we are to unite and say, hey, Joe Gibson was talking about this, or someone went on Alex Jones. and I've had people from Alex Jones on my podcast years ago. Hey, Joe Gibson is talking about this. If we can all freaking come together 
and and uh, and and fight for the same thing and restore a lawful de jour government, and whether or not it's the same thing that we started with or not. We can we don't have to repeat history. We don't have to repeat the same thing, John. So uh, let me uh, go back to you, Jim, real quick. Take a couple minutes, and I'll go down the line here because there's a uh, bunch of people here still that have their hand up. So go ahead, nine seven zero. Go ahead, Governor. Thank you, Joe. Um, you know, back in uh, 2010, when the Declaration of Sovereign Intent was hand-carried and filed with the World Court and the UPU and all the necessary legal places to be lawfully recognized amongst the, the world nations. And without that standing, uh, it's insurrection or rebellion. Um, the devil's in the details. Um, I don't represent anyone's point of view. I represent everyone's right to have a point of view. Um, I'm old enough, been in this game long enough, that all I want is to find qualified people to take control of their own destiny. And so it's important that we build our structure that we so desire, most of us, or all of us on this call, I believe, and that is to have that lawful standing in, amongst the people, for the people, and by the people, represented to the world as who we are, as individual states, as a states in union that has a limited government to do international and interstate Issues for us, but very limited government. Nothing like what we've got today. Maybe, maybe seven or eight or ten percent of what we see today. And so, what we're doing is we're representing to the people an opportunity to get on board of this foundation that has already been laid in behalf of the people and is well seasoned, over t- twelve years old. And let's get on board, and let's take our destiny back. And the only reason that we haven't had this ability to exercise our free will since about 2012 was because we got attacked, we got divided, different groups went different ways, and we became ununified. And everybody went their own separate ways. But that still doesn't negate lawful, legal, standing in the world platform. This is everyone's republic if you're an American. If you subscribe to that type of law form that our Constitution and our forefathers gave us, then welcome home. We're looking for leaders. We're willing to train and work and assist and build up strong leadership that will represent the people because it's yours and you have to own it and drive it just like that bicycle. And we're only here to help. But this is the platform on the world level that we build off of. So let's start the process. Thank you, Joe. All right, Jim, thank you very much. Appreciate it. 931, go ahead. I know. Thank you, everybody, that's waiting patiently with your hands up. I know we live busy lives, and, and everybody's got to go, and I got, I got that. And I appreciate you joining me tonight. I really do. Uh, let's see, 931, you're next. Go ahead. 
uh, listening to everybody, it's the same thing as I always hear. And I mean, I don't know if you remember me much, but uh, I'm a real simple person, bro. Look, God didn't say anything in the Bible. Okay, I can vouch for that because I know I am God. I know I never said those things. I didn't tell you to worship, to honor your government as if he was your master. Whether he treats you good or bad, he's still your master. Do what he says. I didn't say these things, okay? I am the God, okay? We were all gods. We came here on vacation, okay? We weren't sent here to serve. We're not but that's here your belief, serve. John. But John, but John, hang on, John. But hang on, John, John. I got to stop you right there, brother. Hang on. But you can't attack everybody's beliefs, though. You can't do that. But let me get my point in there. Now, if it doesn't agree with you, that's all right. But I, the the point, the truth needs to be heard once in a while. We were not sent here to serve. We were here on vacation. When we leave, we go back to being the gods we were. I've already revisited that place in this lifetime. I know this for a fact. The Bible, nobody can prove anything in the Bible because it's unprovable. You can't prove a lie. If God was real, he'd be standing here. He'd come and see us, but he doesn't. That book was written to enslave all mankind, along with government, government and the Bible, to enslave all mankind, and that's what they have done. And this is the end result of it. Now enjoy it, you all. Hey, it's been nice listening to you all. I know I'm not going to get you to open your minds and start thinking like responsible adults, but... You know, you do what you can. Everybody does the things. Your journey, you travel it your way. I'm going to travel mine. I'm here doing my laundry. I'm going to let you guys go. It's been very enjoyable. I'll call in another time. Thank you guys for your time. Good night, Joe. Thanks, John. All right, John. Bye. All right. <laughs> well, uh, you know, again, you know, that's that's his. He's he's missing the whole perspective here. And and but those are the people we're going to deal with. Five one zero. Go ahead. You were you were shut out there. Go ahead. I want to give you enough time here at the end. Take about ten minutes. We got time here at the end here. Go ahead. Oh, I don't need ten minutes. Um, my last message I would give to everybody here is we need to branch out and be part of as many patriot groups as we can. There are a ton of patriots out there. They're just kind of limited to maybe one, maybe two um, active groups. And one of the things that I found in being active in many, many groups is the power of combined effort. And so I think that that's another way for all of us to get the message out to even more people is by sharing the information from one group to another. That is how we were able to flip the school boards uh, here in my local area. Um, We got all but one to go conservative. And that's basically because we kept showing up at the school board meetings. We kept uh, going out into the community and um, uh, not petitioning. What is that called when you're canvassing, when you're going around and talking about the the candidates and getting the word out there. And um, that's how we are doing things here in Colorado. So I highly recommend that if anyone is, either not part of any group at this point they need to be and if they're only part of one then try going for two and start comparing and contrasting and finding out what each group's strengths and weaknesses are but hang on hang on sandy let me ask you this sandy let me ask you this the whole purpose of this platform tonight was is and i started off obviously you saw the host of people we got on here and i couldn't take everybody and i apologize but the thing of it is is that we're trying to formulate a network like 
like a Glenn Beck or a, or Joe Rogan without the corporate nonsense. And what we're trying to do is we want to listen to the alternative media side of things because that's the grassroots of people out there that are really working and that – suffer the suffrage that take the hits, the ones that are getting arrested, the people out there that are the tr- like the trucker protests, the people out there that are on the ground, the people that are fighting for our freedoms, they're the ones that are stopping the tyranny or what Lewis was talking about, the end times. We're, they're they're the, the awakening, and I'm trying to get a hold of them and bring everyone here to this platform, not just mine, but they, you know, a couple times a week here at the Republic, where we can say, hey, tell a friend, Come on, and we want to hear your your voice. And and look, man, we, that calls for sacrifice, though, right? Well, you have to, let me, you know, turn off the TV tonight. Guess what? Don't go out for ice cream with your family or whatever. Don't, you know, sacrifice your your bedtime for a little while and listen to what people have to say because that's what I've done. And man, I'm up all hours of the night listening to everybody talking to people. How many years have I been doing this? I've interviewed everybody. Well, you heard what she said. I've interviewed all walks of people, and I let John Sons come on. I let the other people, God rest his soul, Mandela Cons come on, and other people that people disagree with. But I let their voices be known. And the thing of it is, though, is I want everybody to come together at once to form something that's strong where we can freaking – Take stop the madness from from stop you being suspended or fired from your place of work because you refuse to take a, uh, the jab. You know uh, to restore our liberty. That's what I'm trying to do, or that's what we're trying to do here, uh, Mr. Carpenter and I. And that's what our start of tonight was. You see what I'm where I'm coming from now? Oh, absolutely, and I agree with you. Thank you. And I appreciate <laughs> it, and and I know, and yeah. I know you've gone through your trials and tribulations, and and. And and the thing of it is, though, is we've got to, we're we're just not connecting. It seems like we're like one click away from getting where I was a part of that uh, uh, serving. I don't know if you listened to the beginning of the show or not, but I played some news clips from when all the governors were served across the country with the letters to resign uh, from their uh, post, uh, and that the the jour grand juries were put together, <clears throat> and the media how they mocked us and twisted it, but. In the end, it was – and really, this became to a point where we sat down with the military back in 2008, 2009, 2010, and there was going to be a change. But everyone came together, and we sat down with Ron Paul. I remember Ron Paul, uh, Bob Barr. Oh, God, I remember Bob Barr. I remember him in Chapel Hill. He, he got up and lectured for about 45 minutes, and he gave us such a speech. Uh, but I, rem- I remember everybody, you know, all these people were, were forming these assemblies around the country, and we got the military, the generals, everybody's on board, ready to go. And we, we fed into that, that Obama thing where, you know, if we do this, you know, the racist thing's going to kick in the 6 o'clock news. What are the people going to say if they see tanks on the street or when you see civil unrest or the food stamp cards get shut off? And so, what, so you know what? How about we step back and let the people come to us? Well, they never came to us. Instead, the, the the police came to a lot of us, arrested us, put a lot of us in jail, and a lot of people resisted and did the wrong move, and, and, and the movement kind of fell apart and broke away. But the republic was the lawful du jour way of doing things, and if you and 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 then the you know so and it kind of reverts back to the militia movement of the 90s I was a part of too. I watched that movement fall apart. And I tried to get uh, Norm Olson to come on the podcast here. Uh, if everybody remembers him, he was in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee testifying in the early 1990s about the militia community and uh, how they tore apart that, that, that movement that was going, that was standing up after Ruby Ridge in the way I was a part of that. 
and and we didn't have the internet like we did today. But but the thing is, see, I've been a part of these these things, and I'm I'm watching what's going wrong, and I'm trying to tell the people this is how we got to fix it. We've got to sacrifice. We've got to come together and formulate this one big movement. And I'm saying, do it lawfully. Do it lawfully, and that means being part of the de facto, like my anonymous female I was just saying, and infiltrating them, but not in a bad way or a way that we're going to break the law, but to educate the people, simulate a lawful form of government that really represents the people, and we don't have that right now, and that's what the purpose of this show was. And that's what the purpose of the show was, to kick it off, and hopefully it will grow. And Tuesday, when we do the Republic platform, we can simulcast and have a bigger platform and bring more patriots together. And guess what? We can make a change then. We can stop this tyranny, and that's what it's all about, and that's what I'm trying to do. And, uh, hey, God only knows if I get flashbanged tomorrow by the FBI, then you guys know. <laughs> hey. No, but uh, uh, that's you know that's what we're trying to do: restore the republic lawfully and peacefully. By all means, we don't want to see anybody get hurt, and and we're not trying to advocate any type of violence. But uh, go ahead, five one zero. I was rambling on there, but I appreciate you call, checking in with me tonight, and thank you so much. But go ahead, uh, wrap it up for me, and I've got uh, one other caller here. Go ahead. Now I'm going to yield my time. You uh, summed it up perfectly, so I'm going to call it a night tonight. And thanks for having me on. Oh, you're welcome so much, and God bless you, and God bless your family, and uh, keep up your good fight. I lost there. I just dropped. My other caller just dropped. Wonderful. All right. Well, live internet radio, that's what happens. But, uh, Jim, I still got you on here. Tell everybody Tuesday night how they can tune in, and please go go and log and log in to this, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Joseph Gibson. Download the podcast, and make sure you go over to the Republic and uh, Tuesday night, right? Tuesday night. Tell everybody what time and what number to call in, and we're going to simulcast uh, my show with that. And I'm going to try to get a couple other people and tell us about Gator and his platform and uh, tell the people how we can tune in Tuesday night. We're really working all that out, Joe. Uh, okay. And we need to get together. We need to get together. This is a spur-of-the-moment deal. We've decided to do this in the last 24 hours. So... Um, we just need to work out some details between you and uh, uh, David Broadhurst, and we'll get the details worked out, and we'll get it put out through your uh, social media. And we need to get President you, Geiger. Uh, we need to get Mr. Geiger. Let me tell you, Mr. Geiger, every time he speaks, I see the ratings of his show, and I see the numbers go bloop. You know how they could do that little monitoring thing on the Reagan and Democrat thing on TV? They see the numbers go up and down when people speak. When I see President Geiger talk, his num- the numbers go up. So we need to get him on there. He's got to get up on here because he is so knowledgeable, well-spoken. And uh, your uh, your governor there, what state was he from? He checked in. He, I lost him, actually. He was. What state did he call in with us tonight? Dean Henning from uh, Free State of Wisconsin. Oh, man, I wish he was back on here. I'd like to get a word with him real quick, but uh, I lost him. He's, he's dropped off the board here. But, uh, well, 510, I appreciate it. My anonymous caller, uh, anything you want to say to my anonymous female caller there that uh, has been missing in action for so many months on me? Uh, anything you want to say here real real quick at the end before I wrap it up here? Hey, yeah, I, I have some advice for <clears throat> some listeners out there. If you guys are on your phones and you're having problems with your your services, don't ever turn your internet on and off. You guys put your phones on airplane mode for five seconds and then turn it back on and it's going to catch the nearest signal to you. So there, there's your advice. People are messing with their internets and stuff and it's not going to work. It's on your phone. 
use your airplane mode. Put it in airplane mode for five seconds and you'll grab the next power as soon as you take it off of airplane mode. So you guys can keep listening in. I know a lot of people drop off a lot of platforms because of that reason, and there's my advice I know. Uh, yeah, I lost a lot of people tonight. You know, I, I, my call board was full, and I would watch it go up and fill back up, go up and fill back up. So, yeah, so that's why when you lock in, try to stay on as much as you can. But anyway, Let's everybody, like God bless your public. Joe, Joe, ahead, it's I'm another sorry. thing, my phone. If you can get on some platforms, if you guys know the right people or you get on Discord or something, and I mean, I've been on some awesome uh platforms with snowden himself so you guys it's all about what's going on it's all a bigger picture about what's going on right now than what is in the That's news right. or in the media so we'll wrap it up with ronald reagan tonight there uh my friend <laughs> thank you so much god bless the republic everybody now let's set the record straight there's no argument over the choice between peace and war, but there's only one guaranteed way you can have peace, and you can have it in the next second. Surrender. Admittedly, there's a risk in any course we follow other than this, but every lesson of history tells us that the greater risk lies in appeasement, and this is the specter our well-meaning liberal friends refuse to face, that their policy of accommodation is appeasement, and it gives no choice between peace and war, only between fight or surrender. If we continue to accommodate, continue to back and retreat, eventually we have to face the final demand, the ultimatum. And what then? When Nikita Khrushchev has told his people, he knows what our answer will be. He has told them that we're retreating under the pressure of the Cold War, and someday, when the time comes to deliver the final ultimatum, our surrender will be voluntary, because by that time, we will have been weakened from within spiritually, morally, and economically. He believes this because from our side he's heard voices pleading for peace at any price, or better rev than death, or as one commentator put it, he'd rather live on his knees than die on his feet. And therein lies the road to war, because those voices don't speak for the rest of us. You and I know and do not believe that life is so dear and peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery. If nothing in life is worth dying for, when did this begin? Just in the face of this enemy? Or should Moses have told the children of Israel to live in slavery under the pharaohs? Should Christ have refused the cross? Should the patriots at Concord Bridge have thrown down their guns and refused to fire the shotters around the world? The martyrs of history were not fools. And our honored dead, who gave their lives to stop the advance of the Nazis, didn't die in vain. Where then is the road to peace? Well, it's a simple answer after all. You and I have the courage to say to our enemies, there is a price we will not pay, there is a point beyond which they must not advance. Winston Churchill said the destiny of man is not measured by material competitions. When great forces are on the move in the world, we learn they're spirits, not animals. And he said there's something going on in time and space and beyond time and space, which, whether we like it or not, spells duty. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. God saved the Republic. Our fathers appealed to heaven. What did heaven do? Heaven heard. Heaven heard. 
Our fathers said they would treat all men equal. When they did not, heaven saw. Heaven saw. Our fathers fought each other and paid a great price. Father Abe kept the Union, but not the Republic. We forgot the Republic and placed our trust in man and suffer oppression. We appealed to heaven. What did heaven do? Heaven heard. Heaven heard. God saved the Republic. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.